Are you tired of feeling like you have to hide your faith in order to be successful in business? Welcome to the Flamingo Advantage podcast, where Christian marketing and client experience coach Katie Horner leads you to embrace your uniqueness, to see the marketplace as a mission field and your business as an act of worship. Welcome back to the Flamingo Advantage podcast. I'm Katie Horner, your host, and my guest today is someone who's worked closely with us in the business, but you've never met. I get the privilege of introducing you to our podcast editor today. He's coming out from behind the scenes to be able to share some about his business and the way that he supports other businesses in the marketplace. I'm so excited to have Johan Heinrich with us today. Thank you for coming on the show, Johan. It's great to be here. I like being behind the scenes, but this is fun too. So, (laughs) Well, you have such a hand in the things that we do here in making us sound good in helping us stay on track with our schedule and publishing and all of these things, uh, I just think it's fitting for folks to know, like, it's not just us doing this. There's a whole team that comes alongside. And I think that in any business, when you're doing what God has called you to do, it may be you that starts it, but sooner or later, God's going to bring that team along and begin to grow things. And we're so grateful for how you've been part of that team with us. Tell folks a little bit about your business. You're at arcpodcast.ca. But I, I don't know where the name came from. Um, so introduce us a little bit to your story here. It's funny, ARC Podcast. So my wife thought I should have an acronym. It's not an acronym. <laughs> I just took ARC Podcast because I actually wrote a book uh, several years ago. It's called The Audience of One. It's basically on my story and how bringing glory to God and the presence into everything that you do. So ARC represents the Ark of the Covenant. It's it's just the presence of the Lord, and I want the presence to be in whatever I do and whatever I put my hand to. I'm coming out of a, a place where I was in ministry, and I actually still am in ministry. This is actually a side hustle to support that ministry. So I really want Ark to be the center of what I do, his presence, and the life of David has always inspired me. So that's I even have a little David toy that I have on my desk, as well as a mini Ark of the Covenant I keep in front of me when I edit podcasts. So. That's really cool. I love those uh, visual symbol, obviously with the flamingo and my <laughs> visual symbol, but I love that the way that the Lord allows the visual to keep things front and center for us. And, you know, the ark also makes me think about the ark, like Noah's ark. And my family and I recently were in the U.S. and had the chance to visit the ark encounter up in Kentucky. And um, I don't know if you've been I there or not yet, no. but fascinating experience to just bring to life that true story that we read in scripture. And that was a pretty cool experience to to walk into the ark and feel what it would have been like so many hundreds and hundreds of years ago to be in that space and experience the smells and the the sounds and the, you yeah. know, all, all the things in the ark, and then to see it as a picture of God's salvation, because it's not just you know, the fun Bible story about animals, it was actually a, an act of judgment. Just the the solemnity of that. I love all of that symbolism around the ark. So. That's awesome. My wife wanted to go visit that as well. It's funny that you bring that up. Like God also chose some people to come with him on the ark, which I find fascinating. Like there's a team of people around him that he wanted to rebuild the earth, that he wanted to repopulate the earth with. Yeah. And the uh, analogy there for business, you know, in terms of building your business and uh, being able to continue to create 
because God is a God of creation, right? To continue to create wealth as well as impact in the world, there's going to be uh, the right people who come alongside us for the journey or for the experience and what God has called us to do. And, you know, you have been one of those people for us and we're so grateful. So tell us more about your podcast services and and what did it, how, how do you make money? <laughs> well, before you go there, I think it's more than just finding the right people to work with you. It's also finding the right clients. I've actually told some clients that are trying to onboard with me, you probably should find a different editor because I'm not the right person for you. Hmm. Uh, like maybe it's the niche, maybe it's their message that I don't feel like I can make sound better because I don't believe in the message, so I send them somewhere else. So just getting that piece out of the way first. But Yeah, um, no, I think that's super important. And I know you and I had that conversation too because I think, you know, you were pro- <laughs> if I remember right, you you seemed a little apprehensive about this crazy lady in pink. Um <laughs> But then once you listen to a couple of our episodes, you're like, no, yeah, I can get behind that message. And and I think that alignment is super important. Well, you were saying some of the key things that were just key in my heart, which like one of the things you kept saying was that the Lord delights in you. Mm-hmm. Like that was a phrase that was really important in my heart, that he doesn't just love us, but he actually enjoys us. He delights in us. So that message really resonated. I'm like, I want to work with this person because she has the delight of the Lord all over her. And mm-hmm. I, I can get behind that message for sure. Love it. So editing podcasts then, yes. um, <laughs> it's a lot more than we think of in that one little word. Tell us, tell us about your work. Yeah. So uh, the clients, like you record your episodes, I try to give some good advice on the front end for you to get a good microphone, recording setup. In fact, I offer free consultation to all my clients if they need it, because that makes my job easier if I can consult and get the sound better on the front end, it's going to make my job a lot easier. And it keeps the customers happy and kind of that engagement and relationship piece. But they'll send me the audio. I've set up systems. I'm a systems guy. So I've set up a lot of background systems for them to be able to get me the audio very quickly and easily, which many editors actually don't do. A lot of them are using Dropbox and Google Docs, and it gets confusing and muddy. Um, I've done that in the past, like early on, and I've found that you lose files and you don't know when you get files. So it's just, I'm a systems guy, so I wanted to make it as easy as possible and seamless. So they get me the files, the raw files. Uh, I go through a vigorous repair process if they are in a bad room or if there's echo. So I do all that. And then it's important to me, like again, the message, I want to make that message sound as clear as possible. And it has to be according to the client as well. Like you cater to business clients. So business clients don't have much time on their hands. They they want that clear message. They don't want to go through all the extra conversation and small talk. So let's cut some of that stuff out. And we want to make it sound as good as possible because they need to hear it clear or else they're going to turn it off. Uh, so just understanding the clientele and understanding the audience, that's how you, you cater the edits as well in what you cut. Yeah. Um, and it's, I'm so appreciative too, because I can just kind of get off on tangents and runaway trains every now and then. And it's nice to know that somebody has my back. And like, as you listen to li- somebody else's ears listening to this, they're going to be like, you know, that had nothing to do with this. <laughs> and so and those are hard cuts to make. Like, I don't always want to do that either, because sometimes conversation is a part of it. But 
uh, just keeping that in mind, like, does it add value to what the message is about on the on that particular episode? If it doesn't add much value, if it's more wasting time, I try to cut that out. Sometimes it takes a lot of trust on your end or the client's end to be able to allow me to do that without even asking permission sometimes. Honestly, I haven't had any clients come back to me and say, did, why did you cut that? Why'd you, like, what'd you do here? Like, where's this missing piece? <laughs> so I think I'm doing a good job with in that regard. So. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's, this is key. Like, so maybe you don't have a podcast if you're listening to this right now, right? But don't overlook this point or don't think that this doesn't apply to you today. Because just as we said before, like having a team around you is super important, whether you're podcasting or not, whatever it is that you're doing in your business. And the same thing with this whole idea of feedback or somebody else's editing ears on what you're doing. We all need that reflection back to us to help us know this is how you're coming across or this is what I'm hearing. Is that really what you were trying to say? And things like that. And you and I don't have a lot of that back and forth. We've got to the point now after so many episodes that we pretty much know each other well enough to to have that trust, like you said. But in other places in my business, I do have people where I'm like, okay, so this is what I'm thinking. And this is where I'm planning to go with this. And they get to mirror back to me and like, well, what I see is that there's a potential that this is just busy work and maybe it's distracting you from your focus. Or are you making this decision because there's some fear here? Like that's what I'm sensing. And so it's so important to have those people in your business that you trust to be able to be that reflection and that bounce back for you. And the other thing is like the podcasting industry is so competitive. Like there's 4 million podcasts plus out there. I mean, a lot of them have dropped off since COVID has ended, but there are a lot of podcasts out there. If you want to get the same message from someone else, you probably can. So you want to stand out uh, by sounding better than everyone else. Like that's important. If you don't sound good, the number one reason why people turn off a podcast is because they don't sound good. Uh, so th- it's important to have that clear message, concise, that you're not wasting the l- listener's time. I think that's another respecting, like respect your listener. They're giving you their time of day to actually listen to what your message is. So don't waste their time. Let's give them the content that they desire. With- and that content could be humor. It could be a little bit of conversation too, right? But it's got to add value to what they're doing. Yeah, I love that. And I love that you touched on too, that like the clarity of the audio in in their heads. And I've heard this said that the podcasting is one of the most intimate ways to communicate with your audience because it's literally your voice in their head. Like they've got their earbuds in, like you're as close to the brain as you're ever going to get, right? But you've got to get from there to the heart with the message. But it is super important and that your voice is not an annoying or grating sound or like the static in the background and all of those things that can happen if you're not super careful about the editing piece. Yeah, for sure. And like you said, the intimacy piece, I've heard the stat, like, I don't know what it is now. This is from one person or one company that did the research that 95% of listeners have actually taken an action as a result of podcasting and podcast advertising even. So it is very intimate. It's it's like you're sitting across the table from them, right? I know there's the video piece too, like a lot of people do both, but there's something about having it just in your ears because you don't see the other person and then you think they're talking to you at some point. And, and what are you doing when you listen to podcasts? You're often doing the dishes, you're outside doing yard work. So 
you're really engaged yet you're doing something that you enjoy so you're in a happy place quite often maybe not the dishes all the time but it, <laughs> it brings some joy to what you're doing like whistle while you work right so right right and and that is true and i know you know as a, a teacher background there are a lot of people in the world who have favor kinesthetic learning meaning they have to be physically busy with their bodies in order to have their brain comprehend what they're learning in the moment. And so, you know, the podcast is the best way for a lot of those kinesthetic folks to learn and, and auditory is second to that, right? And so the auditory learners are are eating this up and they're not going to continue listening if that sound is bad. And so I'm so grateful <laughs> that you make us sound good. <laughs> but even if you're a business person that is not starting a podcast, you still want to have a good microphone because there's a good chance if you're a business person, you might end up as a guest on someone's podcast. And that's reaching a whole new audience. So you want to sound good. I don't know how many guests I've had come on that the sound just is very difficult to fix. Um, mm -hmm. And that that doesn't give them a clear message. And right. microphones have gone down in price big time, you can get a really good microphone. I'm happy if anyone reaches out to me, I'll give some recommendations for free. I don't mind doing that. So awesome. Yeah, thank you for that. And we'll have links to Johan's information in the show notes too, for those of you listening or watching this, uh, but arcpodcast.ca for sure. You can find him there and we'll, we'll also list a link here. Um, talk to us about growing this business. Now you said it was a side hustle, so it's not your primary, you know, work all of the time. How did you get started with it? And then how is God growing you from here? So when I was working in ministry, I was in charge of the discipleship school and we wanted to, so I built a school and then we wanted to start a podcast to kind of enhance that message a little bit and maybe grow the school as well. And then people were listening to the podcast and they said, why does your podcast sound so much better than so many other podcasts? And when we were starting a podcast, I, I like to do things right. So I literally spent hundreds and hundreds of hours getting all the materials I can find, doing all the research. I sold some of my instruments to get some of the equipment because I didn't have the money. So like, I'm going to sell some stuff so that I can have top-notch equipment. I want to make it sound as good as possible. I had no clients. I wasn't looking to start a business. I was in ministry, raising my own support. Raising my own support was difficult. So I'm like, finding more income would be a, a good thing as well. But I still didn't have the business thing in my head. So I was listening to a podcast that I really admired, a ministry podcast, kind of in my niche. And it had a guest on there that I really loved. I admired his message, but his audio was terrible. It was just awful. Uh, so I actually messaged him and said, hey, I started this podcast and I'm doing some editing for our podcast. And I got some good repair software. Why don't you send me that episode? Because I want to hear that interview. Maybe I can fix it up for you a little bit. So I did that and I sent it back to him just as a thank you for letting me fix that audio. <laughs> and so he asked me, how much, how much would one charge for doing something like this? And then it kind of clicked. I'm like, I can actually charge for doing something like this. So like, I don't know. Let me get back to you. I actually ended up doing it for free for him just because I enjoyed the content so much. But that got me thinking I could probably start a business doing this or a side hustle. So. I put my services out there and I got contacted by someone who does startups, startup businesses. Uh, she wasn't a Christian, isn't a Christian, but I'm like, you know what? I really admire the marketplace 
I don't have much hand in the marketplace because I'm in ministry, but my heart is for there. I started a prayer meeting for marketplace people that I was holding once a week. Uh, so like my heart's there, but I don't actually know them very well. So I got to get into the industry where I can meet some more marketplace people. And here this lady comes along and wants me to record her podcast, sit in on these interviews with these marketplace people. So I sit in on some of these interviews and these are business people that don't have podcasts, but their experience is really good with me recording with them. So they asked, do you have a card? I'm like, I don't have a card. I better go get a card because <laughs> I, I know nothing about running a business. So I got some cards and started handing them out and just word of mouth and working with clients with this client, I gained some more customers and then more word of mouth spread. And I haven't had to do any promotion. Even now, uh, the podcast industry for editing is is actually declining because of AI. Mm. There's a lot of AI tools out there that can make you sound a lot better. It's not quite like it's not anywhere near where I would where I'd feel comfortable using it and releasing anything yet. But even as I'm on the editor's message boards, everyone's saying, I'm losing all my clients. What am I doing? And at the same time, I'm getting more inquiries for clients. So it's it's really the Lord bringing the right clients, bringing more people without me having to put myself out there very much. I mean, if someone says I'm looking for an editor, I might throw my name in there, but I'm not actively doing much to grow the business. I really should be, but the Lord seems to be doing a good job of that. So, yeah. Yeah, I love that. And I think it's important too to to point out what you said there about AI. It's been new on the scene in the last you know, year or so, and folks really going after it and trying it out and trying some new things. Of course, we're always looking for how do we save money in doing what we're doing, right? But AI is not ever going to replace an actual human's ears, in my opinion. Like the the editors, just in, like in any niche, we talk about copywriters, we talk about ads people, you to all of this, like everyone's like, the AI is going to take jobs away. And in my opinion, the AI will take jobs away from those who do not learn how to use AI to better do what they do, yeah. right? It's it's a neutral tool at this point, and we get to decide on how we're going to use it. And those of us who learn to use it to improve what we do are going to stand out above those who don't use it and above those who only use AI. And that's that's the philosophy I've taken. I'm like, AI is only going to replace the people that don't know how to use it or don't use it at all. So yeah. I haven't found it good enough to use for editing too much yet. If, unless the audio is really bad, there is some good AI tools out there that improve the audio. But AI is also not going to pray for clients. AI is not going to, AI will never pray for clients. And if if it does, it's not very genuine. <laughs> I, I don't think the Lord listens to AI prayers. And that's something that I that I take seriously as well, especially my Christian clients. And it's a message that I believe in. While I'm editing, I pray, like if there's something that sticks out to me, I'm like, Lord, just touch someone's heart with that with that line there because it touched mine. Mm -hmm. uh, I get to pray for my clients and see their success and see the Lord enhance their message as well. So that's something that AI will never replace. So. Yeah. And that is definitely one of the flamingo advantages, I think, of you particularly. And one of the reasons we love working with you is that like there's not a lot of people out there who will partner with you in your business who will put that out front and center. You know, we we make it obvious that we pray over our clients and you've just said that too, but I could probably name on one one hand the number of other people I've heard say that in a public statement. And I think 
the further we go in this world, the more important it's going to be to surround yourself with those like-minded believers who are not afraid of saying, hey, how can I pray for you? Or letting you know that they are. And I think that's a huge value that you can't put a price tag on. So, And the Lord, I want to see the Lord bless businesses, Christian businesses, and even the non-Christian businesses that work with me, because I want to see them succeed because they're using my services as well. Right. I, In fact, that first client, uh, she grew so much from the beginning that I worked my way out of a job. She went to television, uh, a local t- <laughs> The funny thing is the television station came back to me. The client wasn't happy with the sound and how it sounded on television. So they came back to me and said, can you make this sound better? So I actually had a broadcast client want me to fix up their sound that she was on the podcast for or this television show for. And then I also got contacted by Canada. I'm I'm based in Canada on our biggest sports broadcasting company in Canada. They contacted me from Toronto, which is the biggest city in in the country, Uh, but they don't have anything based here. So they wanted me to do some local recording. So like, I don't know where these large clients are coming from. I do. It's the Lord (laughs) again, but prayerfully being in the business and making his presence, the ark, the center of what you do, the presence of the Lord, he's going to, he's going to grow the business naturally because everything he does is fruitful. Uh, So that's just, that's the key for me. It's like, if he sends me more people to work with and grow the business, that's great. If he wants me to kind of stay this size and just see the message grow, like whatever the growth is, I'm up for that. Really wanting to see the Lord just breathe on the message. And if it be my business growing as well, that's great as well. I love that and and how you've helped us with our message and you edited our audio book as well that's uh, been released here uh, a couple of months ago and grateful for that. And so what would you say, what is it that brings you the most joy in the business of podcast editing? I like hearing some of the, some of the messages on some of the interviews, like even like you get the feedback, right? Saying, hey, I listened to this podcast, even in the Mississippi interviews, this podcast that this previous interview that you did, they said this, and it really touched me. Um, I'm like, I edited that podcast. That's great. They heard the message clear. Really hearing people after they listen to the podcast, get something out of it. Anytime they get anything out of it, I'm like, I had a part in that because they heard the clear message. So it's really easy to enjoy podcast editing when people get a message and they hear it. And that's that's my job. Love that. Love that. Thank you so much. Uh, if you could leave one message with everyone today, what would you like for everyone to hear? It's kind of practical. And I said it earlier, get a good microphone, good <laughs> USB microphone, because if your message matters, then make it matter. It's, people got to hear it. People got to hear it clear. So uh, that's just a practical thing. And obviously keep the presence of the Lord in everything that you do. Awesome. Thank you so much for being on the show. You guys will have all of Johan's links down below arcpodcasts.ca because he is in Canada. Um, but we will definitely put those links below so you can connect with him and find that good microphone for the next uh, interview that you get to have to spread your message because it does matter. Thank you for listening and sharing this today. We'll see you in the next episode. If you found this episode helpful, 
please share it with a friend and consider joining our free listener community at theflamingoadvantage.com. Remember, my friends, your message matters and your voice is needed. Don't be afraid to let your flamingo show.